0: Clap, clap your hands and stomp your feet. You're listening. You're listening to the Clap Your Hands Podcast. Hosted by Elliot Shurr-Parks and Jack Fritz.
1: Let me ask you this, like, as like a thing, right? And this is big picture. You can take it with just Max big picture. I think we've been having a lot of discussions recently in Philly Sports about like is it okay to buy it? Like, you know, like the Eagles are eight and one, but like, should you believe in them? The Sixers are eight and one, but you would, have, you know. I just I don't get why why people don't buy in. I understand like having skepticism, but if you're like a Sixers fan that's just gotten into the team over the last few days, welcome to the pod, right? But like, what h- what's holding you back from just being like, Tyrese is awesome. Yeah, well, like, why watch seventy two or one more games of just being like, well, let's see.
0: Well, yeah, and I did I did this on Friday <clears throat> on uh you know, Friday the six yeah where I did you know accountability I'm- hour. I'm ready to wipe the slate clean with, with this team. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a, lo- a couple people agreed with me. A majority of them was still like Embiid and, yeah. and and the second round thing. But I was with you. Like I just I don't understand why you're still holding on to that as like that's who this team is. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I know if you just look at the blind resume, it's like that's who this team is. But, like, look at Nick Nurse. Look at Tyrese Maxey. Mm-hmm. Like, look at all these competent NBA players that they've brought in. And look at how they're playing. Why do we have to keep doing this whole they lost in the second round, that's what they do, right. loser this, loser that. And, and you know, to the point of Embiid and and his development into who he is now, which it seems like he's just going along. It's almost like he's going along for the Tyrese Maxi ride yeah. in a way while also averaging <laughs> 30 plus a game. Well,
1: we can get to Embiid now. Like, I think this is the best I've ever seen Embiid play. I mean, he won MVP last year, but I think these first nine games are the best I've seen Embiid play because I think this is a combination of youthful, excited Embiid with veteran, talented Embiid. Like well, when he's out there, he is having fun. He's running, he's blocked, like all these things. Last year, he dominated, but it felt sluggish and slow, maybe because Harden and PJ were out there. This year, it feels like he's running up and down and scoring all these points, blocking, rebounding. He's like doing the graphic celebration, like yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I think the the one thing I. have found interesting last night with Embiid is how Embiid was like right there and like telling Tyrese like you know cool him off cool yeah. him off he would have never done that for Harden he would have never done that for Ben yeah like it just I agree he what what makes this version of Embiid so much different is that now he's like I know he's only 30 or or no he's 30 yeah he's which
1: only, is in some ways younger than I thought yeah <laughs> so oh um, he feels like he's like 37 sometimes, <laughs> just but, like his body. How long he's been here. Yeah, but but now he's like 30, kind of
0: entering into a a different version of his prime. Uh-huh. Now he's he's the leader guy, where he's like I'm the I'm the the big brother yeah. to a lot of these guys. And I know Toby Tobias Harris has been around and you know, these guys, but now it's like it, we've talked about this a lot, but it feels like his team. Mm-hmm. And we talk about you know his emotional and how he is, and you know how he's been like a million different versions of himself. Maybe this is the real Joel Embiid, where there is someone else he believes in, there's someone that he actually cares about as his co-star in a way, to where he can just go, he doesn't have to feel the burden of, I got to keep Ben happy, I got to keep Harden happy, I got to keep Butler happy. Mm -hmm. Just go be Joel, and Maxie's going to be fine.
1: Yeah, I think think we're seeing everything fall into place in the right way. And again, it's nine games, blah, blah, blah. But like... (laughs) But like everything is falling into place. I mean, it, to your point, Joel looks the happiest he's ever been. Maxie's playing exactly how he wanted him to play. The role players are unbelievable. Um, obviously, we'll talk about the Ubre thing, which is a shame. Just unbelievably, like the the best thing I can think a way to describe is like it just like fucking sucks. <laughs> it's like the best way I can think to describe yeah, it. He's having like a it, great year. Exactly. Yeah. Like
0: a, it's it's really unlucky. I mean, he's having a great year. Yeah. Gets hit by a car. Like, is it, going to take him out for. Who knows how long? And, you know, it's a, he only signed a one year deal. So it could, it could right. unfortunately hamper him in free agency next year. And who knows if he's going to be the same kind of player. I mean, so, you don't know how this thing's going to affect him.
1: I was happy that when it was first tweeted out, it was like in the tweet, it said he's already in stable condition. Cause I think that if, if the initial tweet was like Kelly Uber got hit by a car and he's in the hospital, then it would have been very different. So oh, it yeah. was good right away to know, okay, he is okay as like a hum- from like a human level perspective. But you're right that at from a basketball perspective, like it really really sucks for him. like it mm-hmm. sucks for the team, and it sucks for the fans. But he was on a one year deal having a career year, mm-hmm. he, and we'll see how much time he misses. I think that and it's easy for me to say because it's not my rib that's broken, but I think that the more news that come out that comes out, like he didn't get his knee tore up, he didn't tear up his shoulder, like it's not his back or his neck. Like I think that the rib is at least like a clean recovery. but yeah, I mean it's it just super, super sucks. That it sucks for Kelly like a ton. Yeah,
0: and uh, I, I I appreciated obviously you know first first thing Maxie said last night yeah. is that we did that for for Kelly. Uh, I like like you want to talk about how much things have changed with this team. I tried to Facetime him in the locker room like <laughs> celebration for <laughs> he didn't for pick up which is funny for, for a win over the Pacers yeah in November.
1: I you gotta, know, like that would that I just don't think that happens last year. I got a, a, a take for you. I think Facetime is so overused. In that instance, I think it's the right thing to do. It's all your teammates. You're celebrating the locker room. So many of my friends, or like I see others, like well, Facetime just to talk. Like, let's just use the phone. Like, why do I have to hold my phone up and look at you? It does
0: make it more awkward.
1: Yes, it makes it a thousand percent more awkward. Like, mm-hmm. I just call me, or honestly, if we're all going to be adults in the room, just text me. But like, if if we're good, if we're going to have to speak to each other, I'm a
0: huge fan of the call.
1: Yeah, I, I, you I'm, are a big fan of the call. I like the random calls. Yeah. I, I like when you randomly call me. Like, I, I yeah, sometimes. Or I just don't pick up. Yeah. But I think the FaceTime thing is so overblown. It's like with Zooms now. Like, we do so many things on Zooms instead of calls. Just call. You
0: want? To be, uh, so you want to throw back. You want to throw back to just calling people.
1: Right. Zoom made sense when we couldn't be around each other. Yes. Now we all agree, you know, it is past. We Although, can just go back to how things used to be.
0: I do appreciate when the Eagles press conferences are on Zoom.
1: They're funny. They're way they're we. The and, content is amazing.
0: Well, yeah, and someone someone's on mute and then they got to spot right, it, and, and like, you see
1: everyone's background well, and, and all like see, the
0: Well, the, the funniest is Sirianni, cuz he'll like do the whole like,
1: yeah, he looks he looks around. <laughs> like, try, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I,
0: I can't hear you. You know like yes. just we we'll we know he's on mute. Like we're, yeah. it's 2023. We 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 know what Let's just
1: like we used to do those things on speakerphone. Yeah. That would work. No. Nope. It wouldn't be as fun. It would not be but, as
0: fun. But I like how bad those remember the uh, we used when, to dial in. You used to, have to dial in, and then it was for the opposing coaches press yes, conference. Yes, they don't really do that anymore. But yeah. No. They, don't, yeah. they really don't do that anymore. They don't do it anymore. Although, Although ironically,
1: have, I think Mike McCarthy did it for
0: the Cowboys game for nice. some reason. The, the only one I remember was Doug last year. Like Doug, they had a whole like Zoom for him when he came back.
1: Oh, yeah, you're right. So you guys could
0: all like talk yeah, to yeah, him so and so
1: they'd be like, Oh, Doug, how's it going? So you, good to see you, Doug. I know you, you, Doug. Get your little questions <laughs> out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's it like in Jacksonville?
0: Yeah. Uh, how are you doing? Yes. What, what did the Super Bowl mean to you? <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, yeah, so. Max Thank C- God no Sixers beat writers listen to the spot. <laughs> Never. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, a good we'll, point. we'll get there. We'll get there. So I, I don't. F- I want to talk about the last two games just from like the standpoint of like they. I think last year's team and, and the previous iterations of the Sixers, they lose both of those games. Like like yeah. the, the Pistons game, the Pistons, oh, the came Pistons out, game for sure. They came out on fire. They're ready to go. They're ready to prove the Sixers that we're here. We've evolved. Like, you know, we're this young team. And I, I think the Pistons actually have a, a decent little future. I mean, Cade Cunningham's pretty good. Yeah. But,
1: uh, I'm not big on Cade, but I do think that they have a lot of interesting pieces. Yeah.
0: Eventually I'm going to need uh, Thompson to be a Sixer. I love that guy. Yeah, I can see
1: that. I love that Seems guy. Seems like you're kind of guy. He's Awesome. Yeah.
0: Um, but like, like the Pistons came out clearly like motivated to win that game. Yeah, and all the Sixers did was just walk them down. Like they yeah. just they just said, "All right, this is this is cute. You know, like go out and do your little athleticism stuff and get that out of the way, and then we're just gonna do what we do and take care of business." Well, and they could have easily like they could have easily just been like, "Eh, not our night. It's a, it's the a, it's the eighth game of the season
1: or whatever." Well, you know why they couldn't do that? Why? It's a tournament.
0: Oh right, <laughs> yeah. They, they know the stakes. The in-season
1: tournament, because Joel, <laughs> you saw Joel shot that three at the end of the game to try to help the point differential. Point differential. That is, you are going to laugh at this, but like yes. that just is how locked in he is. Like think about that. It's the end of the game. He's thinking about point differential in the tournament. I think it's a really good, honest to God sign about how locked in this guy is. That in a game that other people, and I disagree with this, are like mocking the tournament. Yes. He is so locked in that he's thinking about in no, a blowout. I have to hit this three so that I can help the point differential.
0: I want him to not care about it, I think and that I would. Just, is so flawed. I would like them to lose as soon as possible in the.
1: In, in, I just like. Do I, not. I almost don't want to get into this with you because we'll do it for like a half hour, but. Do not worry about the in-season tournament. It, I think the in-season tournament. You're just so wrong. I'm like not. wait, wait until they're in Vegas playing. Oh.
0: Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's okay. Gonna be okay. So, oh, it and will be. I'm gonna be. remember it for the rest of my it will, life. It will. It will. when the freaking Sixers are in the in-season tournament.
1: It will be when the Sixers are in the final or the semifinal of the in-season tournament, and they're in Vegas playing on like ESPN's talking about it all day, and it's like Sixers Celtics or Sixers Nuggets or whatever. People, you will, you will then understand. That's the best I can put it.
0: What am I gonna understand?
1: That it's a competition that every team it's is in. It's not a competition. It is though. See, and what are you competing for? The in season trophy. But that's pointless. But it's only pointless because it's new. It's like not. in 10 years, it's it won't not. be pointless. But it's like, all right, so you're saying it's made up and it's pointless, correct? Like that's. Yes. Okay. Every, like so was at one point the playoffs like yes everything has but to start we know
0: <laughs> Elliot we know what they're playing for yes, because to win <laughs> the
1: freaking title yes I know it's not and, the NBA Cup but nobody's saying that the tournament is more important but than what's the playoffs the point? because it's a trophy that's why? the point because why because it matters it you, doesn't matter a, how does winning a trophy not matter
0: because it's the the tournament because it's but, new but it does it's gonna like winning the finals
1: matters yes it does it matters more but yes. why does winning the so why the hell what would I care about the in-season because tournament? Because it also matters. Why? More than one thing can why matter. Why does it matter? Because every team's competing in it and there's but a trophy. But they're, they're competing and for something
0: that doesn't matter. To
1: you. To everyone. To you, because it's new and people. No, it's also not to everyone. Okay so they win, the,
0: all right, they win the in-season tournament yes. and they lose in the second round again. Are people saying it's a successful year?
1: No. Okay so then why does it matter? Because it matters in like you have <laughs> to it, properly place it. it. Matter. No, no 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 you said is it a successful year. And I think there's a discussion to be had about that. But if that. the
0: NBA Cup matters so much, then you'd say it's, it, yes, it's a successful
1: it is, yes. year. Put it this way. If they win the in-season tournament and Maxi has a great year and they lose in the second round, I think that you could argue that's a successful And year. you will. Dude, but let me ask you, like seriously, yes. why does it not matter? Other than that it's new, why does it not matter that a tournament with all the teams in it where you're competing and you're playing in games to win a trophy, why does it not matter?
0: Because we know the, the – I guess we're putting value on it. Like the value of bringing home a finals, it it just outweighs an in-season, regular season 20. I agree.
1: But why can't you say both matter? Like why does it have to be it doesn't matter? Why can't it be it matters less?
0: Because it's it, it's 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 made up out of absolutely nowhere for no reason. Because it's new. Because it's new. I, it's new. I it's, agree. But with it's that. not. I I don't. I'm not an anti-new guy. I just you sound
1: like an anti-new. Well, guy. I'm anti-this.
0: <laughs> like, I was an anti-ghost anti- runner on second base. I was I an anti-all the the rule change. Well, besides the DH. But like,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know how I feel about the
0: DH. But like I it's I know the, the equity that bringing home a title does, and, and I just. I, I can't pretend that I think winning in the regular season trophy is going to equate and mean something to me. Okay. Why
1: would it mean something to so me? So I honestly think there's no way for me to say this without coming across, like, annoying. Okay. But it's the it's, it's okay. It's you, the, can, yeah. you,
0: you would never be accused of being exactly.
1: annoying. Exactly. But I think it's the—I oh, have to bring it up. So when Adam Silver introduced the tournament, he talked about how in soccer overseas, this is something that happens. So, like— in soccer, there is a league. It's called like the Premier League for those that don't follow soccer, and it's the best teams in the world, and they compete to win that league. Within that season, they play in other tournaments like the FA Cup. They play in the Carabo Cup. There's like the Champions League. So while I agree winning the winning the EPL is like winning the NF is like winning the Super Bowl or winning the NBA title, within that there are other tournaments that those teams also value. So I honestly wonder if maybe. Like if you follow soccer, maybe you're just like more used to this type of concept. But what I would say is, in ten years, if they stick with it, and look, who knows? Maybe next year they'll get rid of it. In which case, that'd be silly. But if in ten years they're still doing it, I think you'll you'll view it for what it properly is, which is an in season tournament that matters and is fun and is a good competition for all the teams, but does not matter as much as the as winning it all. I but, agree, with you. But it I, does not matter as much as that. But well, it's just still fine, but matters.
0: I, I just don't. I guess I just don't think it'll ever get to the point where it's like, oh neat, we won the in season tournament. Like, I, don't I think it's already at that
1: point. Shouldn't it be o neat? For who? Of the people that have decided to care about it.
0: Which is you. And uh, well, I think
1: more than by the way, I'm thinking of going to the game just to get the Sixers in season tournament shirt. Okay. Good. Yeah. I'm happy be... for you. Yeah, I know you. You are.
0: should. You should wear it to the next for the next
1: podcast. Yeah, well, that's exactly what I'm thinking. I'm like, go down there just to get it. Or if the Sixers are listening, they can just Yeah,
0: For sure. I, yeah. I I just I don't think it'll ever have enough weights. Like I think like I, I think if they stopped it in this middle of the season and like almost did a but like USA versus the world in right. something. I think that would mean something. It so least, I think
1: that would actually mean less because then it's not the team you care about. Like yeah,
0: But it's it's all the countries competing against yeah, the United States. It'd be interesting.
1: Yeah. It be it'd be a world baseball classic. Yeah, something like that. So let me ask you this. Did your opinion on the world baseball classic change since it first started?
0: I always liked it. Okay. I, I always like seeing I always like seeing that the, the the only my only problem with the world baseball classic is when it's not it's it's really just a problem of logistics. Like there's no real good time to do it. Yeah. So if you do it in March, then everyone's like, "Oh, I'm going to be I'm I'm peaking too early." If you mm. do it in the middle of the season, then someone gets hurt in the middle of the season and you're getting ready for a, a postseason, then we know that matters more. Right. And then doing it after the season, everyone's already shut down.
1: So, on that note, one interesting thing I've heard people say, and clearly I like the tournament, but there is an interesting debate to be had of like they'll play 83 games if they get to the final. I'm just, I mean... One extra game? No, I'm, I mean, I would not, obviously, but there will be people that will say rest rest the players. And I wouldn't do it, but I think that's an interesting discussion at All right,
0: all right. well, listen, I, I'm excited for tomorrow night to see the Sixers versus the Pacers. Yes, in the in-season tournament. extra and for the right,
1: I just, look, I just, <laughs> I want them to get there for me, but I also want them to get there just to see how you feel about it. Okay. If I can admit I'm wrong about Harden, okay. all I ask is if they're in the tournament and they win it or they're in the final, keep an open mind.
0: I, I, I am an open mind guy. I know, you are. I'm, I know I'm, you are. I I want to like things. Yeah, I don't. That's like the other
1: things. thing too. It's like, it just seems like because such the, a curmudgeon-y take to be like, oh, it just doesn't it's matter. It's not but a why? curmudgeon-y take because <laughs> they,
0: because I already know it'd be so annoying if they won it, and then they lost in the second. Round. If they win the in season tournament and then win the finals, great. You can have all your little in season tournament all you want. Even if they make the Eastern Conference Finals, I'm happy. And all, they series. can't. The worst possible outcome for the Sixers this year is winning the in-season tournament and then losing the second round again.
1: Well, it would be better than losing the in-season tournament and also but, being but, knocked out. But the second. you're also
0: you're going into the in-season tournament. No one cares about the in-season
1: tournament. So, again, <laughs> again, I don't think nobody cares number 1, but number 2, you are choosing not to care. You are deciding it doesn't mean anything. When But there's c- no possible argument to say it really means something. All right, let me ask you this. If there was a tour- if there was a competition at the station and all the main hosts were in it, right? And you won that. Would you say it matters? Is there a f- you can't you can't make the comparison here. Well, it's exactly the, it's same. Not it's exactly new, the same. It's a new it's a new competition. There's no
0: championship for WIP.
1: No, but there but it is something new that you're that we're like that would be just starting. Do you see what I'm saying? No. Okay. 215-59-694-94. <laughs> exactly. Uh, moving on.
0: Uh, so, so tomorrow night, obviously, massive uh, in season tournament implications. Yes, uh, I'm excited to play the Pacers again. Like, I like watching Sixers Pacers.
1: There was I, a little part of me that wanted them to lose last night, just because I think it'll be harder to beat them back to back. In and the, you want the in the season tournament, yeah, yes. but but I mean, obviously, Maxie going for fifty was it, it
0: was worth it. It was worth it. I mean, they didn't quit. I mean, they they like they kept in that game. The, the Pacers, in, yeah.
1: Oh, uh, the Pacers are good. The Pacers are good. I like Halliburton's very good. Uh, they they're a little like the Sixers. Only Halliburton is not like as, as good as Embiid yet, but they're a little like the Sixers in the way they just have a bunch of guys. Mm-hmm. They almost all look interchangeable.
0: I the biggest problem with the Pacers is they don't have the guy yet. Like they, yes. they have a very good NBA team, but it's like it's it's always the argument of it's always why it's like well if you want to get
1: Embiid then that's essentially what your team's gonna look like. Well, and honestly, it honestly might be what the Sixers would look like with Maxi.
0: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, uh, although Halliburton's a, a better passer and, and he's and, taller and, and, he's, and whatnot. Um, I will say, and I was going to put this in my in my final thoughts, but I might get it out of the, out of the way Go now. Go for it. There is no more, like, just average player that this city is one of the Sixers to trade for forever than Buddy Heald.
1: Which like, <laughs> yeah, is so funny, because early in the game, I was thinking, man, if you replaced Melton with Buddy Heald...
0: I will say that would make the Sixers better, yeah. for sure. Yeah. But he's just like, he just shoots all the time. Like, yeah. he, he just he just is, is a pure gunner. But he has been... Like the apple of the city's eye since like the the game versus uh Villanova honestly since the
1: draft well, yeah 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 right. the
0: game versus Nova it yeah. was like Nova shut him down by the way um <laughs> I'm sorry that James Jackson. <laughs> yeah unfortunately did.
1: James Jackson had the leave. <laughs> in but, season
0: Nova, yeah he would remember in that in an arena announcer for the uh, for the Nova Wildcats but um like he's just been someone that the city's been infatuated with he yeah. used to be Doug McDermott and then everyone's like ah well, he's bad
1: yeah you know?
0: he's yeah he was bad
1: let me ask you this what do you think of all the like Caruso talk.
0: I so I really like Ox Caruso. Okay, I think it'd be really smart. I, I think so too. They do need. I'm not of the mindset that they need like a, a primary ball handler on like the lead, you know, on the, on the top unit. Right. They need. They do need a someone. You know, they whether it's a backup, t- whether yeah. it's Tyus Sorry. Jones. I think Tyus Jones would make sense. Yeah, from a backup point guard perspective. But Ox Caruso, like great defensive player, can hit the open three. Yeah, um, feels like
1: a winner too.
0: He, yeah, I mean he's. That's a he's a good player. I just wonder. I forgot the,
1: he was on the summer league team.
0: The, yeah, no, he was the he's the TJ after TJ. Yeah. The the problem with Caruso, it's like how much assets are you putting into that that will take you away from possibly getting a real third star.
1: See, I, what I can't decide is that maybe it's because there's a groundswell on Sixers Twitter, so I'm overvaluing him. But I, like, does it take Melton plus? Like, I I don't know what it takes to get him. Like, I can't decide if he has a ton of value or not. But I agree, like, you don't want to – he can't be your main move. Obviously. No. So, like, you're not going to trade, like, multiple picks for him. But no. would you trade Melton for him? Uh, I don't know if I would. I don't probably, – probably, I probably wouldn't. Yeah. I don't – yeah. I don't think I would either. But, I uh, man, I would – Well,
0: I mean, obviously, like, value-wise, of course, Curso has more value than Melton. But
1: I don't know what you trade then. I guess it would be, like, you hope the bulls sell and you give, like, picks and yeah. uh, Morris. Something like that.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's it's gonna be it's it's one name that that is certainly uh, you know obviously an interesting name to watch. I just it's 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 always gonna be a test of like how much do I want to give up for that kind of player versus saving some assets for the for like the the next yeah. guy.
1: Um I think I decide who I who I'm in on as the guy. By the way, who you're gonna is gonna surprise you? Okay, I think OG Ananobi is the guy. Really, I just think like he fits so well with Maxine Embiid. He can defend. He can shoot. He's like a non-personality coming in. I think he might be the guy.
0: Well, I've always felt with OG that I thought I thought I think he's a valuable player, but it's like one of those valuable players that like isn't also really great at anything.
1: I agree. I agree with that. But I think that's kind of what they need more than if you bring Zach Levine in, that like changes everything. I know. I know. No. I know. I know. Absolutely not. No one can see you shaking your head. But it was an instant <laughs> I'm getting reaction Ill. of no. I'm getting yeah. ill. And I think I might be out on him too. Look Although maybe that. you trust Nurse, to, I don't know. I
0: I don't I don't know. I have honestly I've just been dreaming a lot about uh I've, I've just been I don't know how it would work, but I've been thinking about Anthony Edwards a lot.
1: Like, yeah, well he would be the perfect one. Now, cuz he would change things, but you would you would accept that change. Like,
0: he is
1: They're not going to trade him for at least a year, I would think. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but, but he would be perfect, and
0: he's going to Team USA. You have yeah. to factor that in. He's yeah. going there to recruit Anthony Edwards. Officials uh, report me.
1: <laughs> there it is. <laughs> per, per clap your hands. That's who
0: he's going after. Is, is, is Anthony Edwards? Yeah,
1: and I, I just he's perfect. So what I do think the Sixers have going for him is if you're a guy like Anthony Edwards or Paul George or or you know Zach Levine or maybe whoever, it's such a perfect fit on the Sixers. There's the center. There's the point guard that's like also a shooter mm-hmm. and it just slides in so perfectly. Like the exact kind of guy they're looking for that you want to build your team around in an ideal world, there is such an obvious opening for that player. Well, so and- if you're Anthony Edwards and let's say you're like, maybe I should leave Minnesota, I think you think like Philly is the best spot for me.
0: Well, and like if you watch a lot of, you know, NBA games around the league, these other NBA cities just seem so miserable. Like it just seems like it's so funny talking about Sixers. Six right I, now, I like, know, I know, yeah. but like Chicago seems like such a miserable yeah. place to play right now. Like Minnesota always miserable. Like if you're if you're an NBA player, it's sort of like how Turner and, and some players watched the Phillies run last year. Yeah. Where it's like I kind of want to be a
1: part of that. Like look at how, how much fun they're. In. Well, I'm telling you, and I don't want to compare to Phillies crowds because obviously they're the gold standard. But man, because it's inside the Wells Fargo Center, gets loud. Like, for those playoff games last year, like, if Maxie's on a run or, you know, Embiid's doing his thing, it is it is an atmosphere, frankly, like, again, like, comparable to the Phillies to your point where if, let's say, and this would never happen, well, I guess it could happen in the NBA Finals, but let's say Anthony Edwards was playing a big playoff game in Philly as an opposing player, I think he would leave that and being like, I can't believe I have to fly back to Minnesota.
0: It, it's such a buzzkill. Yeah. It's such a buzzkill. Yeah. It, now, he, again... Projecting, how could those uh, Maxie and him trying to figure out how you know how that would work would be interesting to see. But I don't care. I think
1: you take that risk. I think
0: I take that risk. Yeah, I think you take that risk. every single day of the week. All right, Elliot, uh What final thoughts do you have for us today?
1: Um, man, I just that was the one I was just going to share. It's the OG uh, OG and Obi one. Um, so yeah, I mean, I give you my Facetime take. Yeah. uh I'm Happy it's cold out again. Dude, I feel very happy it's cold out. I again. like the cold. Yeah, I like stepping outside and feeling like a crispness, a oh, crispness in
0: the air. There's nothing more beautiful than the walking outside. At first, yes, 100. percent
1: <laughs> I like wearing these clothes better. I'm sure you are also in the same camp. Like, oh, I think, why? Because I'm a little heavier. Well, I, I'm feeling a little heavier, so I'm saying. So I think, like, I think long, long, like jeans, coats, wearing layers with a hoodie and a jacket. Like that's that's my that's my comfort zone. That's my safe space. Like yeah. I like when I have to leave the house and I'm getting dressed and I'd be like, oh, I can wear a hoodie with a jacket because it's just way better. Yeah.
0: I look much better. Not yeah. The summer is
1: not me. I just, yeah. I don't know if summer clothes were made for us. Yeah, no, no. It's okay. We can enjoy the heat but I think that I'm at my best stylistic in looking in the the world.